0: This is the Moraine Valley Library Podcast. This is Troy. I'm Tish. And I'm Joe. And we have a special treat today. We're here to talk with um, Jose Angel N., who is our one-book author. This is actually the first time we've had the opportunity to interview one of our authors for our One Book, One College program before the, the year has started. So, welcome, Jose.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: We are excited uh, because Jose is one of our former students and has written a book, and we're using that for our upcoming program, and uh, we're going to use it to highlight a whole range of topics. So we've sent uh, some questions to Jose, and we're going to just kind of give an overview and get in into the book a little bit. So let me start and just ask, why did you write the book?
1: Yeah, well, one of the reasons why I decided to write this book was because I uh I knew that uh, I've been doing a lot of reading and undocumented immigration, and uh, what I noticed is that it was mainly coming from two different sources. It was coming from uh, academia and from the news, from newspapers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I thought there was uh, the person, el, the personal element was missing. You know, there, there wasn't a personal story, somebody who could can tell their own story in their own words, not through somebody else. So I, I thought it was important to, you know, for people to be able to hear it firsthand from a person who is going through the experience.
0: And who do you think um, you would like to read this book? Who's your audience?
1: Well, my audience are people who are misinformed about people like myself who are undocumented the reasons why we leave our home countries and uh, why we stay. You know, I think right now what what's going on with Donald Trump really gives you an idea of uh, the kind of misconception people uh, have about undocumented immigrants. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think his, uh, his ratings have soared after he made those comments about Mexican undocumented immigrants being criminals and rapists and whatnot. Because you know he's tapping into this kind of, of resentment that there, there is from some people. Mm. who believe that we are here to take jobs and to get welfare and whatnot, which is totally false. I mean, you ask most, most of the people, and, and you'll see that uh, most undocumented people are, are here to work, and uh, we do jobs that other people won't do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like your story, and I think it's super personal. And I think that's going to make it easy for our students to really engage with. So, one of the questions we had was, you know, if you look back at your own education, what would you do differently, or what advice would you give to students who might be undocumented like yourself, who are starting at Moraine or starting at a four-year college? What steps would you would you take?
1: Right. So, my uh, my experience is uh, kind of unusual. Uh, and it is unusual for for different reasons. One of them is because I I left my formal education when I was about 13 years old. And I didn't start again until I, I went to Moraine. And I was about 28 at the time. And uh, looking back at my education, and you will see this in, in my book, that sometimes I'm struggling with that, trying to, to fit in and to understand what my place is in, um, you know, with my education and in society, and uh, there is a lot of struggle, but I think that in the end I, I would not do anything different at all because what what uh, my years in Moraine revealed to me was that I could pursue a passion that I had and that I, I didn't know about until I found, you know, I found it at Moraine, and which is trading. You know, I, I came across books in Moraine Valley. That's when I started seriously becoming a, a serious reader, mm-hmm. and uh, I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change it at all. So, if I were to give advice to any students, is to to any student is to really pursue their passions, really follow up on what they want to do because it, it, it's really worth it. I mean, this is coming from a person who was not able to start college until almost 30 years old. And who has been able to like, you know, pursue his dreams of well, writing a book. That's great, thank you.
0: Hello, and this is Joe. Um, I want to ask, hello, since the book has been published, what kind of um, reactions has it created?
1: Well, it's been creating different reactions. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've been touring a lot. And it's, it probably is on its fourth or fifth uh, reprint
0: by sure. now
1: So it's doing well. And it's, uh, it's been read in most of the universities here in Chicago, in Northwestern, UIC, DePaul, and many others. So it's doing well. And uh, it's surprising when I go to campuses and give, you know, ratings or thoughts to see how young people are identifying with it. I, I was not thinking about this particular uh, population when I, when I first wrote the book, but what I'm hearing is that uh, the story that the, they're listening to or they're reading in the book is like that of uh, their own parents. Mm-hmm. So this is what they tell me. And sure. I, I, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking more that I wanted to, to start a dialogue with people who were misinformed about our you know our reasons for coming and I wanted to be able to explain it uh, from a very personal perspective. Uh, I knew where I was coming from and I assumed there were many people like myself. I just didn't think I would be speaking to to their children. I I, I, I would not think that it will reach me in such a powerful way. And uh, I think there, you know, it, it, that is one of the things that was unexpected, but it, it's, been, it, it's been read quite widely in Chicago for me. Oh,
0: congratulations. Thank you. Uh, What misconceptions do you hear people uh, when people talk about undocumented immigrants? And I'm sure you could probably talk about this for about an hour or two or three, um, but just briefly.
1: Right. Well, there, there are many, right? Like you say, I could go on and on about it. Uh, and one, one of the main misconceptions is that people think that we this is just a decision that we make lightly. That we just pick up one day and leave mm-hmm. without uh, giving it any thought or or following the, the, the procedure, you know, why didn't yes. you stand in line and wait for your visa? The, the thing that people don't understand is that there, there's no such line. Such line does not exist. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, if you come from, from a different country, if you come from Europe, you don't have to apply for a visa. If you come from Mexico, you have to have properties, uh, bank accounts, you have to have a uh, stable and well-paying job. Family ties. You know, in other words, you have to prove that you are middle class. And if you're middle class anywhere in the world, why would you want to leave? You know, that that's. I mean, I don't think anybody will want to raise life on limb, or you know, leaving their family and friends behind, just to venture into something that's very uncertain. So that is one of the misconceptions. There is no way of doing it. And I'll tell you what. My grandmother and my mother tried to come and visit, and they were denied a visa, both of them. It's not that they were gonna come here and, and stay here for for good and get jobs. They wanted to come and see me after you know almost 20 years, and yes. they, denied, they, they their visas were denied. So that that is the kind of. Uh, of, of obstacle that we face and the misconceptions people have that we just don't want to apply. I mean in my own case with my family, I have a, a daughter who's gonna turn four next month and uh, oh. she's been to Mexico twice with my wife. Nice. I haven't, so they, they've only been there twice in the last two years because I haven't been able to go and that's how they have met my, my, uh, my mother and my family. Because I, I can't go, and they can't come. Mm-hmm. So it's like age 22, you know, and, and when you're in a situation like this. And yes. it all started after 9-11. I mean, I, I can go on and on about this, but uh, that's the the, the the kind of misconception that people have. Why do you just become legal? I mean, there, there's no way to become legal, you know. And right now, I just, I just read that uh, President Obama's executive action is going to be reviewed on Sunday, not not Sunday, on Friday, he's mm-hmm. gonna have a hearing on Ken to see if it is approved or not. After it was blocked by twenty six states, so they're gonna have some hearings. But this is just gonna benefit a number of people, not a limited number of people. People Correct. who are either parents or of, of American citizens or parents of legal residents. Mm-hmm. Not the other nine million people, or so. But it's not. It's not. There's not a simple answer. I mean, there was a simple answer, and uh, it was pass a bill in the house. But again, it was black in two thousand and seven, and this last time, you know, John Boehner didn't even bring it up to a vote after it was uh, approved in the Senate. Mm-hmm. So it, I mean. This is, it is a very complicated issue that has a simple solution, but there is no political will to move
0: it forward. Well, uh, we want to uh, thank you first off for your great work and your personal story, and we also want to thank you for uh, you know in, the, in advance for coming to campus this fall. We're really looking forward to it, and I know many of our faculty and students will be there um, to be part of this conversation. So. I don't know if you have any further uh, closing thoughts you want to share with us, Jose? No, not really.
1: Only that I am really looking forward to going back to Marin because I because mean, being at the really truly changed my life. You know, it was the beginning of a big journey for me. And I'm really looking forward to going back and sharing this with you. And uh, so, yeah, having a good time.
0: Thank you for your time today. And we look forward to seeing you. And that will be September 22nd at 11 a.m. I hope everyone listening to this will join us. Thanks. Thank you.